The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your entrepreneur story the story, untold one, of successful entrepreneurs. Now, for many of you, you may listen to this and say, yeah, but how much is true that I I am an entrepreneur or I even want to become one? Well, to be honest, I realized in the last few days that a lot of things that are considered entrepreneurship are also, let's say, quality skills that you can use quite a lot in your day-to-day life. So independent of the fact that you actually used to become one or not, I think practicing those skills will help you growing a little bit better and even have a different life experience. Now, after talking about sales in general and how to take calculated risk in the previous episode, today I wanted to focus on something that probably every single one of you will learn from, which is how and when to say no. Ready? Okay, let's go. 
You see, there are times in business when no, no, no is not only the best answer, it's the only answer. Yet quite a lot of people I found working with, um, people from different areas of life and businesses have a trouble saying no, have a trouble understanding or identifying what people may think about them when they say no, have a trouble thinking of themselves, judging themselves, feeling guilty by simply saying no to someone, to some opportunities or some demands. Now, the critical question is how to identify those times, how to identify a time when saying no is not only the best answer, it's the only answer. Other than the business experience of a person in charge, we also talk about some clear signs. And here are two of them. You see, if we're talking from a business perspective, you want to know how serious is the client or the partner on the other side of the table. How many times have you heard, I'm the private advisor of this and that, so private I cannot even show you a business card with my real name on job title. Although secret advisor exists, this most probably would not be the way they would speak when representing, I mean, for real, a high level administration of business. So think about it every time somebody is telling you, well, I cannot give you my name or I cannot even tell you for who I'm working or all that, maybe there is something to pay attention to. The other way is to realize that the person on the other side of the table is worth it of your time. You are ready to invest in that relationship. Of course, everyone can bring something in our lives. Of course, there is not about judgment. There is not about putting people in the box. Yet, when coming to business, time is money. So the more time you spend in convincing someone to partner or buy from your business, the more costly that will turn out to be. Now, there are situations where a negotiation will take time. That will depend not only on what is at stake, but also what both parties will win in the long run. However, when it comes to convince a client to buy, let's say, 500 euros package, spending hours explaining it will not be beneficial. Providing that person is not able to take that decision on the spot, most probably they will not make the decision. Which may lead to a number of meetings, phone calls, etc. And even if you manage to convince that person to buy, when look back, it was more costly for you to do the sell than to say no. You see, for those using the strategy to get a step in, as we call it, when we come into big companies, big corporations, the small sale may, may even be a reason not to do business to start with. Let me take a, a more pragmatic example, maybe that resonates a little bit more with you. When you say, let's say, you sell some luxury products, right? It is better to offer it as a gift. To a very important person than to try selling it to that person uh, you know like a like a product she he does not only need but also has already many other options to choose from all these are very specifics and this this is also a time to ask for support like if you don't know how to do it right if you don't know if it if it's good for me to say yes or no to a specific uh, situation if you don't know if i shall you know offer something for free or i should you know uh, try to sell it to a lower price or no matter what 
those specific situations, if you are in the beginning of a business, it is a little bit complicated to identify them and to find the right solution. But there is always available support. It is always time for you to actually reach out. Maybe ask somebody like a mentor, somebody that have been in the business for a while and you trust his her judgment. Or maybe, you know, a coach, somebody that you've been working with or you want to work with. And then ask them, you know, shall I offer something or shall I sell it at a low price in this specific context? At the beginning of a business, especially in small businesses, solo entrepreneurs will be afraid to say no. They will hang on and do whatever to get the sale. Although this is a great sign of persistence, which is very important quality for entrepreneurs, it may also get the total opposite result in specific situations, which is totally understandable. You see, most of new business owners will be afraid of the zero sell risk. What does it mean? It means that I'm starting a business and nobody will say yes to me. And because of that, they will never say no to anyone as well. When running a business with that fear in mind, pushing too much for the sale of a low price package may only be an indicator, if you want, of a business that is one, too new to trust. It's a scam, basically. Or second, a business owner who is desperate that will push away any high-end client. Now, saying no every now and then in your private life, in your family life, but mostly in your business life, will also position you for who you really are. It's not easy. Um, it does take a little bit of time to understand which is the right situation for you to say no and which is the right situation for you to say yes. And after that, it takes a little bit of courage, a little bit of self-confidence, a little bit of, um, you know, uh, self-image as well, in order to stand up for what is right. And I will give you a, a more specific example. Recently, I was working with somebody, um, I was coaching this person, and this person was doing very well, was very happy with what we've done. And one day he, he came to me during one of the sessions and said, by the way, I would like you to work with my sister. Now, that's a great thing to hear, right? You have a happy client and you have somebody that is um, willing to, you know, trust you with somebody dears in, in this situation, his own sister. Now, after asking a few questions about this person and the sister, I mean, and after understanding where this person is coming from, I realized that it would have not been uh, the right answer for her at that specific timing. Coaching her would have not helped her in that specific moment. Now, it would have been easy for me to say yes. It would have been easy for me to make a sale. It would have been easy for me even probably start working with this person and probably she would have had a little bit of improvement out of that coaching. But it would have not been the right things to do. Because there were some things that she needed to do prior to start working with a coach and that were not in my expertise level. You see, saying no is not necessarily about um, you know, being mean or being uh, selfish. It's also about sometimes doing the right thing. So practicing that, think about it, okay, would that yes will change a life for somebody, including myself, or would a no will make a difference? And when a no is making a difference, when we put aside our ego, when we put aside um, all the judgment, all the, you know, 
criteria that we use because of our the way we have been raised and our own belief system and all that when we just take it a little bit from an objective view looking into it and say is this the right things for me to do is this where i can invest my time is this in line with my value with who i am then you will know the answer you see in time you will learn to trust your gut you will know when it's a good move and when it's not a good move you will have the experience on things when which you know you will look back and you will learn you know you will know after a while that that was not a good yes or that was not a good no and you will learn from it we all did i did as well i'm coming from this perspective of you know every time somebody's asking me for something my my first answer is yes it's it's by default i want to help and as much as possible when when somebody's asking for help i will say yes nonetheless i say no so much more nowadays for so many reasons one of the reasons for example to say no is when somebody want to work with me at a value or a price that is not necessarily what i consider okay for me and that doesn't mean you know i'm i'm selfish or i'm arrogant or whatsoever it's just realizing and knowing what is your value knowing how much uh, hour of your time it's worth it so for example if you want to work with somebody and i give you the example of the 500 euros package right and you have to spend one hour two hours three hours ten hours you know back and forth with that person in order to actually make the sale the cost per sale as we call it the the time that you spend between the moment you start the discussion till the moment you sign the contract it's already too high you probably already lost more than 500 euros or dollars if you spend more than one hour two hours in trying to convince somebody in that specific situation now there are situations where money in itself is not necessarily the, the main trigger. There are situations where the main trigger may be an investment, something that is really relevant for you. So, for example, you may want to work with somebody, not because they pay you the, the, the greatest amount of money, but because of the investment in the future relationship, in the potentiality of that relationship, and what they could bring to you on a larger scale. For example, if you work with, uh, let's say, um, a CEO of a company, right? And you start working with him or her, and after that you realize that maybe you will work as well with the team, or maybe you will work with, you know, other peers of that CEO, simply because that's a, a, something that you know how to do, and he can or she can introduce you to, to these new options, isn't it? Well, in that situation, it's not so much only about the price, of a contract it's about the potentiality the investment that you put in that contract hope that makes sense so have this indicator in your mind uh, which is the cost per sale and see when a cost per sale may be a little bit too high compared to the value of what you're saying and sometimes it's okay to just say no it is not for me the other thing is like you can realize that sometimes people may um, offer to pay you something that will be so small that is better to give it for free um, recently uh, without all this covid situation obviously a lot of my previous clients are reaching out and say 
I had a, a client who reached out and said, um, I, need, I need your advice. It didn't took us long because when you work with somebody, sometimes a 10-15 minutes call is enough to, to, to solve a situation. Um, at least the topic she was calling me for, that was, that was um, it took us just 15 minutes or so. And she said, well, I want to pay you. Well, she definitely knows how much I charge. And she said, well, can I send you 100 euros or so in a bank account? And they say, no. Um, I mean, she knows my prices, right? And she knows uh, how she calculated those 10, 15 uh, minutes on the phone, of course. But even so, those 100 euros, first of all, means nothing. But second, it will put me in a, in a situation which is not necessarily the one um, in line with who I am, with my values, with my image, isn't it? Uh, for, for those, you know, you've been my client, you work with me. You take it for free. I don't. I don't want you to pay me for this 10-15 minutes. It's part of our relationship, right? Now, if she wants to work with me, or if we want to, you know, go deeper in a topic and and we start a new contract and so on, that's a different story. Of course, I will say yes and I will work with her, but I will not say yes for a small amount of money simply because she reached out in a specific moment of her time when she needed me. Hope that also makes sense. You see, saying no, it's a matter of practice, it's a matter of good sense, it's a matter of doing what is right. But if you really want to um, understand a little bit how to move forward and how to know when the, the no is the best answer, well, you have this um, way of thinking about how do I create my own experience and how do I learn from my own mistakes? I can also, second one, you can also go to a mentor, to a coach, to an advisor. And you can also, number three, find a way to trust your gut a little bit more. That is not so much um, things that you are, are um, practicing in a, in a, in a daily, daily time because, you know, you may have a, an opportunity to say no. It's, it's not for the sake of saying no, right? It's for, 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 the, for the deep belief inside you. When the God is telling you this is a no, you will find a way to say it. You will find a way to stand up for you, to stand up for your values, to stand up for what really means for you and say a clear no. In the same time that you say a clear yes, it's not a yes because you have to, it's not a yes because it's polite to do so, it's not a yes because, uh, well, I'm afraid to say no, it's not a yes because, well, I need some money, so whatever, I know it's, it's not the right client for me, but I can still do this. It's not that kind of yes. When you say yes, you say it with all your heart because you know it's the right things to do. And when you say no, you say it with all your heart because you know it's the right things to do. So hope this helps. Please let me know how is this working for you? How easy or difficult is for you to say no? And what else may be your challenges? Let us, you know, help you in a way we can, sharing some of the stories, sharing some of the ideas that you may try for yourself in a weekly workout if you want and see how is that improving for yourself and for your business. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for sharing. And till next, enjoy. This is Entrepreneur Stories. 
Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.